Welcome back, everybody, to the Playing With Power podcast. We're looking at part two of January of 1991, which is volume 20, and it has Mega Man 3 in the cover. Um, this is the second half of the issue. And again, uh, Playing With Power podcast is a retrospective on Nintendo Power magazine, all the way back from the first issues in uh, 1986, 88, was the first come out? 88. Um, all the way to when they ended in, I think, 2013. Um, so I'm your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Howdy. And John. Duty. <laughs> God, you guys. All right. <laughs> so we're picking up in the middle here at the uh, centerfold poster of Bart Simpson versus the Space Mutants. So it's a nice Simpsons illustration here of Bart holding his... Uh, skateboard up with his own skull and crossbones art on the underside of the skateboard and he's got brand x spray paint yeah too bad and this game a... sucks balls because this poster is awesome yeah the poster is yeah, got... better than the game oh, yeah <laughs> it's, got, it's got some it's got some pokemon coming out of the uh, ufo what kind of pokemon <laughs> would that be uh the ones that look like incan character incan uh script characters i see so it's got uh, two alien spaceships dropping uh, aliens down, and the whole uh, Simpsons family is in apparently different locations. Why would Homer be in the <laughs> art gallery? Like, the art gallery would be the last place I'd look for Homer. Right. Well, he, there's a painting that looks like some grape jelly, so. Yeah, like a can of beer or donuts or something. I don't know. It's a Duff Museum. I love how Marge's at the mall and, like, Maggie's at home by herself. <laughs> Duff beer for me, duff beer for you. <laughs> they just put. I'll have a just, duff. You'll have one. You'll two. have one too. <laughs> All right. So the next up, they have a whole. Is it, I don't know if it's a feature on uh, Gremlins Two: The New Batch. Mm-hmm. And this is a Sunsoft game. So one of the few not licensed to LG, and apparently, and you <laughs> play as Gizmo. And the article itself has tons of uh, photos from the movie. So it's got oh, all the wacky would, characters yeah. in here. The, f- the fact that it's not an LGN game exp- explains why the lowest rating here is just 3.7. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, pretty, that's pretty solid. Like the lowest point is the play control. Yeah, it looks like a decent uh, action, action game, action RPG almost. Where you're going around as Gizmo, you can collect different power-ups. Uh, you have weapons like the match, bow and arrow, which is like a pencil and a paper clip, and uh, the match and the bow and arrow for a fire bow and fi- a fire arrow. And uh, you have to, it's, it's sort of like a overhead view. You've got platforming, you have traps you have to avoid, and I assume at some point you have to fight actual gremlins. Not seeing any of those yet, though. Oh, they'll be around. Just the first stage is, uh, you know, getting you used to Gizmo, the controls, and the uh, obstacles. I do okay. like the fact that in the first uh, in the first page, it shows him like looking off camera, and he's saying, "Hi, it's me, Gizmo," and I'm not going to do the Howie Mandel voice. Lots of things have happened to me since the first Gremlins movie. As a matter of fact, so much has happened. They made a new movie about it. And now they even created an NES game. If this keeps up, I might start to get a little conceited, you know. Well, don't worry, Giz. It didn't. <laughs> We're yeah. still waiting on Gremlins 3. 
Hopefully now, hopefully Gremlins three will the when they remake it, it's going to have a female Gremlin in it, and then everyone's going to talk about how much it sucks. It has a Gremlins two had a female Gremlin in it. Look on page fifty three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but we're going to have a female Gizmo. Oh, female Gizmo. Okay, you said Gremlin. Yeah. Well, he's a Gremlin, isn't he? Like they came from him. He turned. No, he's a uh, Mogwai. Mogwai, yes, yeah. <clears throat> All right, so skipping forward to uh, page 54. It's basically going over the levels and what uh, power-ups you can get. So it's got some cutscenes where it's got... Uh, I don't remember this guy's name. What's the actor's name? Which actor? The dude that's saying, come on, Gizmo, his owner that buys him from Mr. Wing. I don't remember who played... I don't remember seeing uh, Gremlins 2. I remember seeing it in bits and pieces, but I never saw the whole movie in one sitting. I think there no, is a it's... Gremlins 3, by the way. <laughs> but... <laughs> Directed video or something? Uh, I'll look into that. But um, hmm. who's the? Is it? Is it Zach Galligan? I, 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 th- I think he's confusing it with the Saint Gremlins, a hustler parody. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Beacock, beacock. So why are stage one enemies? I get rats. Okay, Gremlins three Mutant is in, de- is in development. Apparently, Zach Galligan, the lead. Shit. Is Zach, Zach Galifianakis? No. Who's Zach like Galligan? The lead actor from the movies. Like oh, the Billy? same dude. The guy mm-hmm. saying "Come." The guy saying "Come on, Gizmo." Yes. Oh, Billy. Okay. So he's got to be like an old man now. Fifty-one years old. Yes. And, he, and Gizmo's still alive. Yeah. Well, he's a muppet. He hasn't flushed him down the toilet he's, or had him stuffed. He's a muppet, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really hope they have like a uh, at least a cameo. By the uh, squatty potty unicorn, <laughs> it's almost like they took the the character design and just like turned into a unicorn slightly and made, made it shit out rainbow uh, ice cream. <laughs> that ad is so creepy. Squatty potty. Yeah. So it apparently, won't make you squat ice cream, but you will feel relief. <laughs> so apparently, you can purchase items at Mister Wing's shop mm-hmm. as as Gizmo. Including a balloon, a heart, and a medicine bottle. He, he doesn't have a problem selling to a former product. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's very odd. And um, okay, as we continue here through the through the stages, I like the fact that you have to fight like Gizmo has to fight the killer tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. So finally, in stage Attack two, you start getting tomato. A... <laughs> Attack of the killer tomato. So finally, in stage two, you get to fight some actual gremlins, including flying gremlin, skateboard gremlin, fire gremlin, and jumping gremlin. Although you would think that the ones that can fly could also jump. <laughs> <laughs> They're always jumping. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot to say here. You have Mohawk is the is the stage two boss. I thought he'd be like the main bad guy. Like, isn't he like the way bad guy? I'm looking at page 58. They got the dreaded roots gremlin. Is that like one of the guys from the roots with dreads? No, he's just chained to a wall insisting his name isn't Toby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Lovely. Did you know they no, made a... Pl- uh, Welcome back to the Playing With Bigotry podcast. Mm. Did you know they made a uh, remake of that and it's like out on TV now? Yeah, the, they're reading oh, roots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did, what did they change? 
it's, it's the same story over again. It's like modern modern actors like HD cameras, and they got Forrest Whitaker to do it. So there's at least one lazy eye. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just like he used to look straight till they whipped him that bad. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus Christ. <laughs> at least it wasn't as bad. At least as it, at least it wasn't as bad as that Charles boy down the way. Oh, welcome back to the Hitler hour. That mother that motherfucker that motherfucker can't even see. Jesus it all comes god. out. It all comes on the play with power. But uh, <laughs> at least he's got that there piano to keep him company. No, you're not doing you're not doing blackface voice or whatever the hell you're doing. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I missed everything. Um, so on stage three, they got the electric gremlin that you fight. What does what does Mike think about it? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> gremlins too. Electric gremlin. <laughs> All right. Okay. And then moving on to stage four, they have a machine gun Mohawk. So apparently Mohawk comes back. So okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, he comes back, and apparently now he hits machine gun. And the very last of this of this uh, feature, there's not a whole lot to say about this game. Is Gremlins Oh, there's two. a sc- there's a screenshot for stage four, right at the upper right, where it looks like a distort. It looks like an X-ray of Gizmo. <laughs> if if you're if he's also mixed with the ring. Or if, yeah. Seven days. Seven days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, terrifying. Okay, so maybe I can do the Howie Mandel voice. The <laughs> only thing to remember about using the jumping shot that whenever you shoot in the midair, Gizmo will drop straight down. So only do this while standing above something you can. Don't do it above a pit. I guess is what they're saying. Hmm. hmm. Yep. And stage five, there's a boss. Uh, he's in for a real surprise, and no fair telling your friends if you've seen the movie. They'll have to find out on their own. Surprise is Mohawk. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now he's a CEO. Yeah, because apparently, he's yeah, that's they start playing the uh, New York, New York song. They have old Frankie Blue Eyes in the background. And he's wearing like well, a that's suit why everything. we, yeah, we see a gremlin with. Uh, we got we got old yellow eyes here. Yeah. Uh, the top hat and a cane, just mugging for the camera. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever seen Gremlins too. Don't. Okay. Can the Gremlins talk? Uh, no. Or, or do they all just growl and make yeah. noise? I thought they, one of them. They would go talk. like. Because <laughs> 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 like, one of them looks like a singer, so I imagine he could sing. Looks like he's doing Start that. Start spreading the news. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime girl. We're leaving today. <laughs> I wonder if the guy who wrote that song sang it, sang it to his wife every month. <clears throat> oh, hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> that's the second period. Uh, that's a, that's a, a second period game, joke of the uh, of the issue. Everyone, all right. <laughs> ragtime is like, the is the style of music that was playing saloon. Yes, it's not a but, bad time. Bad thing. <laughs> It's not. It's not Shark Week. I. I get it. I understand. It, it, it's. It's why. It's why he's not. It's why he's saying send me a kiss by wire because you know when she's in that frame of mind. Fuck that. I'm living. I'm. I'm staying at my brother's. <laughs> All right. So that's so that's for Gremlins. So sorry, kids. You're on your own. Special feature. It's more Game Boy coverage. I don't know why this is so special. They've been having this for like two years now. It really <laughs> shouldn't be special anymore. It's just the Game Boy section. Yep. <laughs> 
Oh, and this is this is like the cream of the crap right here. These games are fucking awful. It's like a, a restaurant saying like grand opening for like two years, basically. Dra- so Dragon's Lair wasn't that like a was that like a direct like a, P- a PC CD-ROM game or something like that? Right? No, it was an arcade game that, um, and you can buy it now for Android or it was iOS. Also, it was also a laser disc game. That's what I was thinking. That's of. right. Okay, a laser disc mm-hmm. game. That's well, they came out with in arcades and then was ported to LaserDisc. Okay. That, I mean, it was like full motion Don Bluth anim- animation. Yeah. But the only thing you could really do was hit like left or right or like an action button. Okay. And you had to time it perfectly so that the scenes lined up. And if you didn't yeah. time it perfectly, there was a death scene. So you died. So it's like. <laughs> You're like a live <laughs> video editor. Oh, God. And if yeah. you fuck up, movie's over. So it's, it's impossible to, to win without having memorized the entire sequence and. <laughs> Like when you specifically had to press each button, left, right, or like action. I so had to use save states to play this game. It's a really it, frustrating uh, experience, to be honest. So somehow they... It, was, it, it is kind of cool to see all the different ways you die, though. <laughs> that, that, that they animated each and every death scene in that, in that beautiful Don Bluth style. Mm-hmm. It, it was good in that regard, where at least if you died, it was entertaining. So all of that well, like visually, all that the, has been uh, trans- translated over to a Game Boy game that doesn't hold to any of that. And yeah. so, <laughs> I have no idea what they were doing with this. But all oh, these screenshots are ugly. Yeah. <laughs> was, I mean, the most attractive thing about Dragon's Lair in the arcade was the attract mode, when it's just showing like the demo of it. Mm. You're like, oh my god, look at that game! It's right. awesome. It's like full motion animation, you know. Right. And then you like play exorbitant price to play it and you realize the controls are like you're not actually controlling them right. you're just like yeah. reacting <laughs> yeah that's when you realize oh shit we're at least 20 years away from this being anything playable in a game engine right so yeah they have the game boy port here which is nothing like the arcade game it's a standard platformer it looks like does it say who made this thing csg i, I don't care i'm never gonna mm. play this game you, there's just no they way. sound memorable so, yeah, there's a shitty platformer out there for uh, Dragon's Lair and the Game Boy. I'll be avoiding that like the plague. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> then we have uh, Mercenary Force. With a really racist uh, Mugu pin ninja face thing. Check out, that, check out the rack on that on that lady. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn, son. E- either that. <laughs> damn, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean the artwork is just odd. It's just got this this ninja dude with a, a giant head that has his eyes really far apart and no mouth. So, so he's so he's the master Higgins of the ninja force. Uh, he looks like a. Hey, Marigami son, I want to help. Don't make fun. No, Mashi, no. Don't make fun of the Trump voters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, not much here, though. It looks really boring. Is I, it? Uh, I can't even tell if it's a it's a beat 'em up. It looks like. I don't care. I'm never gonna play it's it. It's a throw it away. You yeah. can get a. It looks like you can get a team of four people, and you can have formations uh, of the four people. So they right. have formation of wind, formation of forest, fire, and mountain. Hmm. And it's a side-scrolling um, action game. It looks like. And then we have mm. Barai Fighter Deluxe, which is mm. horrible screenshots. Terrible. Everything is all black and dim, and oh my gosh, everything just looks black and shaded and fucking awful. It's like Rorschach <laughs> tests the game. It's 
more like more like Dookie Fighter. Mm. I love the uh, the the difficulty level settings here. You've got uh, Eagle, Albatross, and Ace. Whatever all of those are, yeah. <laughs> Just pick. What's like two. is eagle harder? Is <laughs> Ace harder? I don't know. Albatross, yeah, two, everything's two. just bigger. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Albatross <laughs> is the even shittier version of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Albatross is like take the uh, headphones, plug them into your Game Boy. Now wrap the cord around your neck. That's an Albatross <laughs> mode. Oh, like the <laughs> like the David Carradine mode. Okay. Albatross. Bloody albatross! <laughs> and then uh, you can. For, and then Ace is when you uh, start the game and you've forgotten everything about yourself. <laughs> Ace is probably Ace you have mode. like I bet you Ace is just you have one life, mm. and that's it. So it must be the extremely hard mode. Either that or everything's replaced by playing cards. That would be pretty sweet, actually. Or if there's like Ace Ventura mode, you're just surrounded by animals the entire time. You have to play the game while walking backwards, bent over, talking out of your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Challenge accepted. All right. And then F1 race, which looks none of these. Yeah, no. This is the best of what we got here. But then again, that's like that's like winning at the Special Olympics by standing still while everyone just falls backwards. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like a racing game from a standard arcade perspective. Yeah, how can you go and wrong? From like next is Super Scrabble. Ugh, Ugh. these screenshots very confusing. Okay, you might ding it now, but at the time, don't you think it would be cool to have like Scrabble on the go if you really like Scrabble? No, you know, what, you, know you know, you know, what makes, you know, it is a good. Concept. You know what makes Scrabble fun? What's that? Other people, which you can't do with this. Fun. I mean, I guess if you had a game link, yes, you can. It says you can use yes. the game link for two Ugh. players. You you have two ways to play two player games. You can either play like I guess hot seat where mm-hmm. you uh you play you and then like you'd pause to switch to the next player and then you know, the player two can put those words in and then you can use the link cable to only see your tiles. Or you can get your phone out and play words with friends. <laughs> uh, so all you have to do is wait twenty years. Yep. That's right. That, At well, the time we, though. We achieved that, so yay us. Screw you, super <laughs> scrabble people. Super. Fuck fuck you, nineties kids. Yeah. Lovely. Go eat, go drink. <laughs> we just we just alienated all of Facebook right there. Go drink your ecto cooler in the fucking dark mm. or something. <laughs> the, by the way, they're bringing that back. Apparently, like people were swarming stores for like ecto cooler shipments. What is because ecto-cooler? of the Ghostbusters movie? No. Nope. Yes, of course, for the Ghostbusters movie. But yes, they're bringing it back, and people are going nuts for it. Did you hear they huh. came back with a limited supply of Surge? Yes. I had there was a friend at work who like bought like a case of it off like eBay for like an exorbitant <laughs> amount of money. I remember <laughs> not part with one can. I remember we got a, a case of Jolt Cola at one point and brewed coffee with it, and it was like rumbling around on the countertop, like it couldn't be contained. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use Jolt as the base for for coffee because you'll not sleep for like three days. Mm. <clears throat> good. Right. Now we see the. Uh, Game Boy classified information, but I don't care about anything here. How about you? Nope. No. Nope. So now we see now playing, and just to let you know how shitty these games are. Nothing. Only, nothing in the fours. Only, only <laughs> F one. Only F one reached four point oh, zero. Right, right. That was the highest rating. Everything else was threes <laughs> and twos. Oh man. Oh, Bride Fighter. 3.7, 3.6, 3.4, Dragon's Lair, 
We got we got a two uh, for play control. Yep. Oh my god! Then we got loops. We didn't even bother seeing what the hell that game is, but the hmm. the, the highest that got was two point nine yeah. for theme. <laughs> uh, okay. Super Scrabble that kept in the threes at least. So coming soon, it talks about Gremlins Two for Game Boy, and you have Operation C, which is a Contra game, which actually looks like Contra looks, on the Game Boy. Okay. It looks really good actually yeah. from the screenshot. And uh, yeah. what else they have? Double, Double Dribble. Dribble. And then they have Final Fantasy Legend and Ultima. Spider-Man is coming. Spider-Man. Yeah, you, know you know who makes that, though. Yep. And uh, then we get to see coming soon. We got Gremlins 2. We got a picture of... That's what we just talked about. You I just, just broke out for a that. fucking second? <laughs> yes, but I thought it said Gitmo. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Gitmo the game. You're like, you're like, you're like waterboarding people for fun. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Howard and Nestor. George W. Bush simulator. (laughs) You're choking on pretzels all day. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Game Boy Top 10. I'll just do the top three here. Number one, Super Mario Land. Number two, Tetris. Number three, Gargoyle's Quest. Uh, Two of those three are worth playing, everyone. All right. Okay. Gargoyle's Quest is supposed to be good. Nope. Don't knock until you try it. Uh, I'm not digging the Game Boy out and trying it, so you go ahead. Emulators. Yeah. I don't care. I'm not going to do it. I'll do it. You can use it on the phone that you're so proud of. And there you go. I'm using that to, to text the ladies. Mm. Uh, well, now we uh, make it to Howard and Nestor. We get to see Nestor looking at a green planet which changes shape because it goes from round in one panel to egg-shaped in the next one. But let's just move. Let's just ignore that fact. And he talks about landing on the closest planet and betting that it's filled with artifacts that a solar jet man like him could sell for a fortune back home. And then we get to see Howard looking, <laughs> saying, that planet looks familiar, like the one where I lost my favorite golden bow tie. And then uh, we get to see Nestor get into his pod and put on his Cyclops visor. By the way, just to put a pin in it, I think this is the first Howard and Nestor where they actually say the name of the game. In uh, yeah. the comic strip. No, because they, they, they were talking about um, the, well, the Super like, Seaguys. The Cast- they were talking about Super Seaguys when they were climbing that. Yeah, or how do I beat Castlevania? And then uh, we get to see Nestor whipping people around. Yep. Oh, that's true. But then there was some, like. Uh, like they couldn't mention then Mario there was somewhere 3 they, and all that. They, yeah. or, or DuckTales. Yeah. So it's just a random space duck going to the moon <laughs> rather than anyone with a top hat, a cane. And monocles, or like a glasses on his bill, talking in Scottish accent. None of that shit. Just there's a duck in space on the moon. <laughs> anyways, sorry, I've, I've derailed Any, us. Anyways, anyways, back to a decent comic. So, uh, Howard, <laughs> even the, the monitor with Howard on it has a bow tie under the screen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. That's, that's pretty funny right there. And he's giving uh, Nestor tactical advice. Uh, gravity will pull you towards the rocks. Don't use your booster unless necessary. And don't take any radioactive treasures from tall green strangers. And Nestor's just doing his typical dismissing him, firing off into space. And Howard's telling him there's a giant asteroid in front of him. And uh, Nestor just like swerves through that. And he goes, this pot has awesome control. So where are these killer aliens you're warning me about? Right behind you. And then he's attacked by a bunch of... Uh, Aliens. Like Kirby, Mr. Saturn type aliens. And Nestor's thinking, what did I ever do to them? 
But Howard looks at the insignia mm. on their ship, two triangles meeting to in the middle, and he goes, haven't I seen that symbol on their ship somewhere before? Then he tells Nestor how to uh, fight off a swarm of enemies by using warhead missiles, and he uh, eats, blows up the aliens. He goes, good work, you got them. And Nestor's thinking whatever they were guarding must have been important. So he finally goes into the temple, finds the treasure, and finds out that it's Howard's bow tie. That's what the <laughs> aliens were guarding. They worship ties. Is this a joke? <laughs> for aliens, I think they show excellent taste. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good <laughs> Howard Nestor. The, the, the animation Please. skills are, are pretty good here. They did a pretty nice job. The artwork is good. It tells you how to fight. It gives you good tactical information in the game and delivers a nice uh, little joke here. All right. So it's a it's a good one. Onward and upward. Yep. We get to see the miracle piano teaching system, which we talked about before. But this is like just more detail. Wonder of wonder, miracles of miracles. Hi to the Daniel by the hand. Sorry. And uh, I had questioned before, would we be able to record any music that we play on this thing? And apparently you can. And you can because it has a headphone jack mm-hmm. and audio outs. Yep. So you can uh, record your fantastic mixes as you play with tons of tones from 12-string bass guitar, banjo, bassoon, big bells, breathy flute, detuned harp, detuned piano, a shakuhachi, a slap bass. Slapping the bass. Strings. Slapping the bass. <laughs> a sign organ, trombones, techno bass, weird effects. Yep, whatever that is. And Koto. Hey, your mom's meat flute isn't on here. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> How does this connect to the uh, NES? It, um... There's a game pack for it. Says, and this goes into the... Uh, using the, the special miracle cable, of course. Yeah, it, see, look at the at the on um, page seventy four. There's like a game pack, and then there's like a little slot in the top. I think you just like you lift the thing up, and it plugs into that. Would be my guess. So it's a full keyboard that uh, you purchase, and it comes with a game pack that you plug into your NES, which teaches you how to play piano. Apparently, yeah, we were. I mean, I don't think you were here. We were. We were talking about this in a prior. Um, right. And but it was only a preview. So. Yeah, I mean, seeing more, and it was what I was saying. Like it's the pro. It's like it's a great idea, but it just like they didn't make games for it. Like it wasn't kind. Of, it was kind of like Guitar Hero before Guitar Hero. But um, I mean, couldn't you just use this as a regular keyboard? Yes, too, though? you could. Yeah. But the problem is, so, like, you're not going to set this up for like a concert. So, like, yeah, you can learn on it, but it's not really great. Like, you've spent four hundred dollars on something that you can't like use beyond like starting to learn the piano so i don't i just don't mm. think this ever caught on it would have been nice if you could record compositions on it you know like mean, have a little pre-mario paint going on here mm-hmm. yeah i wonder i i'd be interested in, in uh, reading anyone that actually owned one of these things if it was any decent outside of the application of using it with the nes game pack or not well if any of our fans are listening you know, email, comment on the Facebook, let us know. All right. All right. And then it basically tells you about the lessons, which have an odd layout. It's just like uh, yellow text in all caps against a, a 
<laughs> a green background like you're playing yeah. a poker game almost. And then it move, finally moves you on to like the notes to teach you which which keys represent which notes and whatnot. Uh, there's a shooting gallery game. The ducks across uh, the ducks across the screen on lines and spaces of a musical, musical staff. Hit the correct piano key to zap them. <laughs> so that's interesting. And we had a rhythm game. Tap the keys to beat to the beat to keep Robo Man from taking a dive. <laughs> Those seem to be the only two actual games in here. The rest of them are just notes on the screen. So that, yeah, this is a nice been, little thing. I suppose if it was more expandable. Plus, it's nearing the end of the cycle. So even if they did try to kick it up a notch, like they're only three, they're only like two years away from Wario's Woods. So there's mm-hmm. just not any, uh, just not much room for expansion. All right. Next up, we have Counselor's Corner. Um, I didn't and see any uh, any tips here necessarily on the first couple pages, but we have the, of course ever-popular gameplay counselor profiles. First up, we have Mr. Tony Layton. Clayton. Um, Clayton, sorry. <laughs> Forgot the C there. And uh, he is rocking a I, I guess you. I guess you didn't see it. Oh. Yeah. So uh, he has a, he's rocking a mullet. Looks like they're finally starting to go somewhat out of style. And yeah, this then, is like a this is a sensible mullet. It's like a it's a business in the front and a uh, and a uh, quick gathering of yeah. uh, mutual acquaintances in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Mullets never then went we have, out of style. <laughs> then we have uh, Tom Christensen. Oh, prim and uh, proper. Look at it. Look at that. Look at that handsome bastard. Yeah, he knew it was guy, picture. He, he knew it was picture day. Look at him. Yeah, yeah he looks great. Um, his hobbies apparently this guy should be doing something more, much more interesting than being a gameplay counselor he rides motorcycles plays soccer reads parachutes and fishes oh and it's not his fisting, best accomplishment fishing okay <laughs> his best accomplishment <laughs> was completed jackal with one jeep which is pretty good and then after that we have Josh Shepard who enjoys uh, and I can't tell if he has a ponytail in the back or not he enjoys he stare. enjoys wearing a he enjoys wearing a shirt that disorients anyone who looks at him. <laughs> I join his totally flock. If those, you know like, what uh, I'm saying? <laughs> what? He's a shepherd. I would join okay. his flock. Never, eh, whatever. Yeah, he's got like bad wallpaper uh, shirt on. And uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure if you stare at his shirt long enough, you'll see a sailboat or a dinosaur. <laughs> <or something laughs> magic eye. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with his hair. It's almost like he's wearing one of those like hair nets that like uh, lunch ladies have, except mm. the net's not there. It's like he's trying to uh, imitate Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like there's like there's an elfish quality about him. Mm. It's where they get the inspiration. Uh, and his fa- favorite game is Romance of the Three Kingdoms, some which Orlando. is another uh, barn burner with all the numbers and whatnot. Some Orlando and then last blue. but not least, John, who we have last? Oh, the the cream of the crop, uh, Kaiser, Caesar, Kaiser, Caesar, Caesar, <laughs> Caesar, Kaiser, as in Caesar salad. Et tu brute? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Caesar Filori. Um, he uh, loves 
uh, beating other gallant game counselors, um, apparently at baseball stars and in life, <laughs> uh, and playing Australian rules football, which just makes him awesome in my book. So uh, his best NES accomplishment was playing Contra in 15 minutes in one life with his power glove. That's fierce. Yeah. And this guy didn't came this guy didn't come to play. He came to win. Yeah. Yeah, and he is rocking a uh, an aggressive mullet, I would say, given what he's got going on there. And like the, it, and it, the and like pa- it is and the t-shirt blazer combo, which is always uh, you know, a power fleece of dude awesome. mullet. Yes. It's not a wild mullet. Yeah. It, it demonstrates his, his power and control over yes. everything. He's so good they yeah. named a salad after him. <laughs> <laughs> all right and was there anything else in game to the counselors you guys wanted to uh, cover uh how where's the no. fruit of lime that's like you know on you know cinco de on the Mayo. tree oh yeah crystallis so if i if i bothered playing crystallis to the end they'd be uh, uh i'd be i'd be fighting this guy how do i defeat the emperor yeah they give you temp- tips for beating the final boss at least that's um, yeah, so he's only vulnerable to attack as he fires his laser beams. Ugh. Yep, that's the game that if I did play it, that would have come in handy. All right. Uh, All right. Next up, we have the poll. player's poll in third place. You can get a Nintendo Power jersey. And uh, oh, no. it's got uh, Humble Howard showing off the back of the jersey. It's a little band oh, of just, white just, movement. Just bragging. Like, look at him. He's just like, huh? Mm. Uh, uh. Yeah. You know, um, how's that? Second prize is 10 winners. You can get a collector set of Valiant Nintendo titles, which is just means comic books. And uh, grand prize Uh-oh. is... I like the phrasing that they use here. Uh, Captain N and the Legend of Zelda, a must-have double bag comic collector's spectacular. <laughs> Uh, this is the second time in the 90s I've heard double bagging. <laughs> the uh, the first time, of course, was Rodney Dangerfield talking about the last girl he took home was a two-bagger. <laughs> That's where you put a bag over your head in case the bag on her head falls off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyways, grand prize. Become a character in a Valiant comic book. Valiant's writers and artists will work you into the story of one of their Nintendo titles. Or give you copies to prove it to your friends. Plus, lots of other fun and collectible comic memorabilia. Oh. So it doesn't sound like they're going to actually print them for sale with you in it. They'll just give you like a couple of one-offs. It sounds like. Still, look at these comics. The artwork on them is fantastic. Yeah, they have. Oh. A, I actually, I think I have that Game Boy uh, issue somewhere. I definitely have the Captain N one. Uh, a couple of those. I don't have the Zelda one. But yeah, they're in the closet. I, uh... I love this longing look that Howard is giving Nestor. Like, he could only show that much love and adoration to his own alter ego. <laughs> All right, All so right, I got it's, some... it's like <laughs> humble Howard and his one true love, another version of him. So I have a bonus here. My uh, nine-year-old self decided to fill out the player's poll in the magazine and didn't send it in. <laughs> so... So nine-year-old you was a moron. <laughs> well, I was overseas. I don't think I knew how to send it. There was no like mailbox I could just send it through. <laughs> but thank you for insulting me. It's what we're here for. Uh, so it says, when did you first purchase your Nintendo Entertainment System? I said 1988. And it says, which of the following best describes your level of interest in Game Boy? And I said, 
Uh, what did I say? I said, I think I'll stick with the NES for now. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> and then it says, on average, how many video games do you purchase in a year? I answered uh, three to four games. And then it says, ask you how old you are. It was nine, I said. We didn't write and then enough answered. to party. <laughs> and then it says, what two NES games would you like to most like to see reviewed in a future issue of Nintendo Power? And I used said, let's see here. Got to look at the numbers of that. Dick Tracy. Uh-oh. And Tailspin. Good calls. Good calls. Oh, 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 so the reviews, Ninja Turtles 2. the reviews aren't going to change your mind at all. Is what you're telling, <laughs> what you're I don't them. know. <laughs> um, that would say, please indicate and order your five favorite NES games. And then it's becoming a, uh, oh, a legible God. mess here. Um, because apparently I tried to write all the numbers on one line <laughs> instead of using one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> nice. So uh, I think I have, what was that? 23? What is that here? Dragon's Lair? That's not right. Um, <laughs> it's, it's becoming illegible at this point. And then I asked, apparently I listed Game Boy games as well. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, nice little insight there. Next I'm up we at, have... Uh, oh, no. There's a... On the, on the Players Poll Contest, they talk about the Players Poll Contest winners for September and October of 1990. And I'm looking at the bottom for the third place winners, and about within the last, the bottom, like about seventh from the bottom, there's a guy from Scottsdale, Arizona, named Mike Pinkstaff. (laughs) 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 How about uh, this guy from San Juan? About uh, what's it? One, two, three, four. Eight down from the top. His first name is Jacob, and his last name is his last name is Arse Colon. <laughs> Come on now, that has to be fake. Yeah, just put Arse Colon in there. And they printed it. They did. Uh, they didn't get. He's like, what? That's my parents' name. I come from a long, I come from a, I come from a long line of colons, <laughs> and my dad always said that I was the best arse in the family. Uh, and then there's like Billy Hardin. All right, let's move uh, on here. And then, and then there's Richard Carter, of course, Dick Harder, huh? Get it? Oh, Dick Harder. Ah. I was just looking at the, uh, I was just looking at the, uh, the contest voiding Canada. Of course, they don't deserve our prizes. Friggin', friggin' Reaganomics. Mm. Putting Canada on the back burner. Trickles down all over your face. 
Uh, so next up, we've got the Power Express now playing January 1991. And they've got Conquest of the Crystal Palace, which I played about two seconds worth and it seemed decent. It's a it looks like a copy of, It looks like a copy of Rygar, uh, uh, spiritual successor to Rygar. A little bit, yeah. Like just like the rocky, crumbly backgrounds, the gritty mm-hmm. uh, graphics. Looks like everything's made out of like moving sand. Jackie Chan's action kung fu. Can these sprites be bigger? Yeah, wow. Yeah, they're taking up an eighth of the screen. <laughs> the play control is smooth and the action is very quick. If you're a fan of action-packed fighting games with good graphics and characters on the humorous side, this is one that you'll enjoy. That's why he looks so irritated in that bottom panel. <laughs> but with sprites Apparently. that big, with sprites that big, you can afford to give them facial expressions. And then next up from LJN, we oh. have uh, the Silver Surfer video game, which is infamous for being. Uh, the uh, how do I want to put this? Uh, <laughs> a um, unlubed, uh, <laughs> um, dry visit to the prison. Wow. Oh, it can't be all JN because I'm looking at the guide to the latest NES it's releases, Arcadia. and it says right here Silver Surfer by Arcadia. Oh, it's not LJN. How bad can it be? It's really bad. <laughs> it, it's, it, it's, it's just incredibly difficult. Hmm. I actually have this game. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the adventure oh, of, of Radgrave. I mean, I know you're a fan of uh, the Angry Beauty game there too, but like ever since he did the, the thing on Silver Surfer, like he references it o- almost every other episode as <laughs> like a reference for like, How bad like an ass raping game. Uh, game. <laughs> huh. <laughs> uh, Adventure of Rad Gravity, which is an awesome title, but probably got lost in the noise, it looks like. And then just straight up werewolf. <laughs> it's just like the it just looks like the predator running around. It doesn't even look like a werewolf. Yeah. And then Arc Rivals, which looks like a precursor to NBA Jam. Yeah, that's uh I think that's not bad actually, from what I remember. Though most of these, they've already rated them apparently, even though they're just out. Right. There's not a whole lot that cracked number cracked four. Well, that this this was the whole problem was that um, there were there at this point there was like too many games. Like early on in the run, there were um, like only a couple games a month that were coming out. So that but now there's just so many that are you know hitting the market all at once that they kind of have started yeah. doing all this. So they're just trying to to catch a little a little flaking off of that that sweet sweet money to come their way by just right. shoving stuff out the door <laughs> just hoping someone picks it off off the shelf unsuspecting what it actually is and then we have uh the ness achievers good for them yeah. yay <laughs> haven't seen any celebrities in this uh in this pass no he actually went and looked this is the last issue well well for snake's revenge there's a guy in the middle called jack king <laughs> so no matter where he is, he's always jacking. Lovely. Okay. I love a lot and of the games are just like finished. <laughs> like that that is how you finished, can <laughs> finished, finished. It's better than solved. Yeah, I solved it. Uh turns out you just have to beat the game. Oh, let's see. <laughs> and then we have the top thirty. <laughs> Mike Cheek from Silverdale, Washington in stealth. And then there's a guy from Canada, which <laughs> sounds like like sex sound effects. His name is like. <laughs> All right, top thirty. 
Top 30. Number one, Super Mario Brothers 3. Number two, Final Fantasy. Number three, Crystallis. Number four, Mega Man 2. And number five, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How Man, they're really uh, hanging on. How did Crystallis beat Mega Man 2? I don't, I have no or idea. Or Zelda or Tetris. Yeah. I don't know. Dragon Warrior 2. How does, how is, ba- how dare Back to the Future even be near Dragon Warrior 2? Fester's <laughs> Quest is in the top 20. That's highlights. Oh. That's Back to the Future is above Castlevania 3, Zelda 2, Castlevania 2, Ninja Gaiden 2, Blaster Master. Back to the Future is ahead of these games. Well, people sometimes buy games without knowing that they're shit. <laughs> they bought the games, they just haven't played them yet. And so well, let's take on... a look and see who we can blame. So if you look at the behind the page, next page, it's breaking it down between players, pros, and dealers. The pros are reason loving illustri- Crystallis. Look at that. The uh, illustrations, like the players have like a regular size illustration nose pros is larger and then dealers is just straight up like a baseball bat sticking out of his face yeah it's like the peter north of noses <laughs> uh, you, can tell that, you can tell that old guy's popular with the ladies yeah give him a good, good old nose fight. yeah his his uh his give him a good old no- give him a good old nose job his when he blows his nose he he also fills up a uh big gulp <laughs> Or n- nose box. Oh, uh, I'm trying to figure out who voted for Back to the Future in here. Um, I don't. Uh, well, the see dealer. It anywhere. The, the dealer, dealer number two. There it is. The dealer made uh, Back to the Future number was. two. It's actually all the points for Back to the Future. <laughs> so no the one. Back to the Future got two thousand two hundred and ten points. The dealer They're gave just- <laughs> all of the points that Back to the Future got came from dealers. Not one person <laughs> from players or pros voted for Back to the so Future. So I guess it's it the, was just the dealers. The retailers were trying to unload them. Well, they're probably <laughs> just like, "This is great, idiots buy them because they like the movie." I'm like, mm. hey, I like Back to the Future. Let me buy this game. This is perfect. Shit, we I, love it. The sh- shit's not flying off my shelf. I gotta, I gotta prop this game up. Make people buy it. All right. Yeah, they've, they've got Festrix Quest up there. They've got Knight Rider. Yeah. So we're on to the celebrity profile, which which this mesh, this meshes with uh, Catherine's story about meeting uh, new kids on the block. This is probably step one. Step one. Don't be a douche or Catherine will put you on blast on our show. <laughs> so step two, <laughs> defeat your haters with cassettes of your songs. So it looks that's like what you're uh, doing in this game. Catherine and uh, and Howie went to uh, go see NKOTB backstage before their Seattle show, and they gave them uh, games. Mm-hmm. So this is this is her story right here. Yep. And uh, not pictured here is them being well. In the second picture, we get to see Jordan or Donnie or Danny or I don't know what the fuck they are, but it looks like he's putting Howard on blast for giving him games that he doesn't know or understand. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg, a confirmed Nintendo maniac, really appreciated the chance to get some tips from the game master in person. His biggest frustration was that he kept getting stuck on Load Runner, and Howard promised to send him a map to work it through. (laughs) His biggest question was, when does the coyote show up? (laughs) Who was the woman that was rude? Was it Donnie? Yeah, I think she said it was... No, it wasn't Donnie Wahlberg. It was... 
Was it Joey or Jordan? Jordan, I think that she said was rude. I don't don't remember. We're going to have to listen to that episode again, though. But, uh... Was, when proed about their own game, now under development by Parker Brothers, they were pretty excited. <laughs> they don't do anything yep. unless we okay it. <laughs> yeah, and then you it says, the uh, world. <laughs> yeah, the plot challenges you to travel around the world to prove that you're the world's biggest fan and ultimately to win a chance to perform on stage with the new kids themselves. The slicks level game is being developed by Absolute, the makers of Simpsons, A Boy and His Blob, and should carry some of their trademark feel. For example, your weapons for fending off a gang of New York New Kids hate New Kids haters come in the form of cassette tapes, which play pieces of the group songs. <laughs> when you play the hanging tough tape, you'll have a more powerful impact on the action than you will with a ballad. <laughs> hanging tough. Donnie rides a motorcycle in one stage while Jonathan's dog helps out in another. Jonathan can't be bothered, so he sends the dog to do it. Jeez. They're serious about making sure the game meets their own playing standards. Well, it never got uh, released, so... Oh, really? I don't remember any kids you? on the block game, do you? I don't... No. Okay, we'll talk about the uh, game packs, and uh, John, you look this up on Wikipedia or whatever, find out what happened to this game, and... <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, we'll move on to the pack watch... First up, they're talking about G.I. Joe, uh, which is actually, I've actually played this game. It's pretty decent. You get to pick from one of five characters from G.I. Joe. You got Duke, you got Snake Eyes, you got um, Okay, yes, yeah, so the game was never released, damn it. But a, a mock-up of one of the box for the game was sold for $589 online. <laughs> really? It never got released, so... Howard gave them these Game Boys, got yelled at by some fucking little prick. And we get this amazing article just where, like, if you're you're just dying to throw cassettes at people, now you can't live that dream? Well, the best part of the story was that Catherine got to meet in KOTV. Yeah. All right. And and report their assholery. (laughs) So, anyways, moving on. As I was saying, GI Joe. The game. Hey, I think we got decent. a picture of her. I think we got a picture of her. Look at in the first picture. I think that's Cat. That may be Catherine behind Howard. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it could be. We get to see what little Catherine. We get to see what little Catherine looks like. We'll have to compare it with our picture from the uh, Fun Club. That, that was from behind, I think. Yeah. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, get, you, see, you see what she looks like now on the uh, Facebook page. I'm pretty sure that's her. And this was also, like, six years after the Fun Club photo or whatever, so. I don't think that's her. I think that's her younger sister. I think she's actually standing behind Howard. You can kind of see, like, a, a head yeah, a dress peeking out over the head. shoulder. Hmm. And then a dress. Because she had a younger sister, okay. too, as well, so. Wow, so she's really camera shy. <laughs> Just like, get that camera out of my damn face. I don't want anyone to know I was with these assholes. All right. right. So, pack watch. All right. Yeah, we get to see G.I. Joe and uh, the logo, and next to him is uh, M. Bison, Ant-Man, Rambo, <laughs> uh, some guy skiing, and <laughs> evil Spider-Man. <laughs> Snake Eyes, come on. You were a fan of G.I. Joe? Yeah, I'm just looking at these screenshots. Yeah, he's doing, what they it, look he's like. doing it really fast. <laughs> Anyways, this is a decent game. I've played it before. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, next up, we have Metal Storm, where you play as a, a big robot kind of thing. Very similar to a lot of anime at the time. Uh, it's got some interesting play controls where you can go upside down and uh, strap yourself to the ceiling. It's a side-scrolling uh, shooter. Beat him up. Next up, it's got a section about what's coming up from Konami slash Ultra. So I think Ultra games, remember we talked about like Metal Gear being part of like Ultra and like Neutral being part of Ultra. I think it's that same thing where the LJN and Acclaim had where they had to white label it in order to get more game packs out in the year. But it's really Konami. And, so we've got, uh, uh, what do they have here? Base Wars, which is like robot baseball. It's kind of cool. What the hell is this screenshot here? There's like a robot on a unicycle. It's robot baseball. Fighting a robot on a tank tread. Yeah. It's amputee robots. Yeah. Who makes a, a, a robot on a freaking unicycle? Someone, someone the, an inventor with one wheel in his tool shop? That is the worst idea I've ever heard. From the uh, a guy working at the robot circus? <laughs> So there's also a, a oh, helicopter man. game that's supposed to use that laser headset thing that we talked about a couple of issues back. I went on a college tour with my dad um, back in the day, and one of the places we stopped at was Harvey Mudd in uh, Southern California. Wow. And I just remember, like, everybody had, like, a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and I shit you not, there was an outside wall Full of unicycles. <laughs> just I had, everywhere. I had a friend in, and in, in high school. There were some even, even some like penny really, farthings really on there. Yeah, like it's like I went to Caltech for a, a campus tour, and I was like, the only thing I remember from Caltech was like, I'm not smart enough for Caltech. <laughs> like I was, I was just like, I have more of a life than oh, people here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> They had penny farthings on there. Do you know what those are? Those are like the big wheel, little yeah. wheel bikes. Yeah, the old timey I mean, bikes. Yes. I mean, who, go, who yeah. goes out and buys one of those Hipsters, things? Hipsters, people that drink Pat's Blue Ribbon and blow and, and wear man buns. <laughs> well, <laughs> fucking hipsters. clearly I decided that life wasn't for me. Yeah. And if you ever have a fucking man imagine. bun, I'm punching you in the face, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will appreciate it. All right, then there's Monopoly the game. I don't really want to talk about that because Monopoly the board game is terrible. Monopoly the video game is probably even worse. How dare you, sir? I had this game and I love Monopoly. Probably How Monopoly. have we never played Monopoly? Because I hate that game. That would be why. Um. Well, I'll tell you why. I refuse to play it anymore because I take it way too seriously. <laughs> and I get super competitive to the point and where it like... That's why it's a horrible relationships. game. That's why it's a horrible game. It destroys humanity's <laughs> dynamics. It does. I'll, I'll cut a bitch over Candyland. I'll say that much. You know, Candyland at uh, least is basically a complete chance. It's like, oh, I won. It, derp, derp. It's, oh, it's snakes and it's snakes and landers. Come on, it's Mono snakes and landers. Monopoly just takes so goddamn long. Like, just people get bored and whatever. It's oh. yes. It it's a it, it's like a. a you know what? It perfectly encapsulates life in the 30s. <laughs> it's long, boring, and it fucking sucks. Be That's be what eventually being in the 30s was about. It becomes a war of attrition between yes. you and another player. Yeah, and fuck that shit. Where you're holding on to your railroads, just waiting for them to land on it, 
you know, meanwhile, you have to like try and avoid their monopolies and their, and, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then as soon as you land on one, I'm like, okay, well, I will trade you. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's like risk, but not fun. <laughs> yeah. Risk is funner than this. Yes. At, at least then you got like the die and that, like, I've had like hilarious times where a guy was just like conquering the entire world. And I was holed up in Australia. That's all you have to do. Hold up in Australia and you can win that game. And, <laughs> oh no, he just kept, he just kept having like uh, Asia, Europe. He had like 40 guys on the border, but he only had like three rolls of the dice and I kept winning. <laughs> and so he just kept piling up like 60, 70, 80 cannons on the fucking, on New Zealand. And I'm just standing there like, like some, like some old guy in a, in a, in a shed with a musket fending <laughs> off an army. Yep. On my door. And I'm like, get out from my property. <laughs> I knew you were coming. That's why I stockpiled weapons for the last 30 years. <laughs> it cost me three marriages, but who's laughing now? <laughs> they took her gerbs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. And then there's Zombie Nation, which sounds like an awesome album title, but. Uh... Zombie. Okay. This isn't just Zombie, Zombie. Nation. There is, you play a samurai, floating samurai head. Well, wait, yeah. That spits fire. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were fighting the head, because, you know, that's kind of fucked up, but no, you are the head, which is even more fucked up. Yes. It's like, you, you are a displeased samurai head. Like, Udis is like the Japanese version of Zardoz. <laughs> I, I have no idea. It's, I mean, I don't, you have to be high to enjoy it, I think. Or to understand it or, at least. Or, you just, no, you just have to be Japanese. You have mm, to, that the, too. Apparently then it, then the final boss sense. is an animated Statue of Liberty. So mm. what is this supposed to be? Like Pearl Harbor from their perspective? <laughs> if they like... Like Pearl Harbor, if we just showed a little more initiative. Try to bomb the harbor. <laughs> okay, we bomb American. All right. Now, we do not wait for them to show up on our land with bombs. How about we keep going? Burger Moon. And then we, Dispatch the giant head. We hit, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> we hit the most important page in this entire issue coming up. Yes, the Super Famicom showcase. So you've got a picture of the hardware here of the Super Famicom. It says Super Mario Brothers 4, Super Mario World, F-Zero, and Pilot Wings. Yep, the, uh, the biggest problem or the biggest discrepancy is the bullet bill, which if you look at it, yeah, you should notice something's a little off because <laughs> in the version we got, bullet bill's a lot better. He has a he hand, a fist painted on the side of him. He's got a mouth, and he's black instead of gray. So, like the bullet bill is completely different. But this one, this one's I just see a slanted eye. <laughs> Well, he's angry. It's a Japanese, well, it's more like a, it's a Japanese, more like a mindly it's disappointed a Japanese version. <laughs> oh, I see. It yeah. Makes sense. Uh, the, the, can I ask like, what is up with this? <laughs> we okay. We already put a giant head in a Nintendo game. Can we put a giant face in a Super Mario game? Yeah, sure. We'll just slap it on a bullet. All right. Lovely. Sorry, Ben. What were you saying? What is the deal with this illustration? By the way. Of Mario holding what appears to be <laughs> a very drunk a, Yoshi. Uh, it, it's like <laughs> underdeformed, like overly satisfied it's, Yoshi. 
<laughs> it's baby Yoshi. You have to carry around to feed him five five turtle yeah, shells. Yeah, why is he like? Then he grows up into a regular Yoshi. You can find. That's what we want. Well, he's newborn. I guess he's just like confused or shit. He just looks like he very, he took a shit and he's like very pleased with himself and relaxed. Well, well, yeah, because he made Mario clean it up. Lovely. He's just like he's just he's just smug as hell. And on the Famicom controllers, you can see the the color scheme that um, international like systems had because in America they were the different shades of purple. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know why they did that. I mean, this makes so much more sense to yeah. have the four different colors. Yeah, it's a nice control deck. It's a nice, nice uh, layout on the controller. It's pretty good. I'm gonna bet yeah. some some CEO or executive got involved and made a stupid decision because yes, the international color scheme is significantly better. I would say. Or maybe <laughs> some guy who doesn't understand epilepsy is worried about causing seizures. He's just like, I heard it's caused by too many colors. We don't want them freaking out before they even put the fucking game in. That's probably the same guy that, that tried to say that, like, vaccines uh, uh, cause autism. <laughs> Everybody that got the original vaccines in the 40s are dying now. It's fucking autism. It's fucking vaccines. They didn't work. They killed, it. They killed them. I told you. I told you they only kept. They only kept them alive for 80 years. It was a fucking trap. It was a lie. <laughs> everyone who's ever... We need, we need, everyone we who's need ever, to get Jenny McCarthy on this. Everyone who's ever breathed Jeez. air has died. Air causes death. Mm. <laughs> all right. Anyway. And then they have Pilot Wings. I've, I mean, I played the shit out of all three of these games that are on this page. Uh, obviously, we'll I, get further. I don't think I've, I've never ever played, played Pilot Wings. What the fuck? Nope. Seriously? Too sporty. That game, like... Why, we, it's a simulator. Why would I want to play it? It was awesome. Yeah, same as F-Zero. That game was so fun. You haven't played F-Zero? Mm. No. Oh, my oh, God. You should play F-Zero. I played, like, literally hundreds of hours into each of these games. <laughs> anyway. F-Zero was no Super Mario Kart, my friend. And that is, like, my favorite game of all time. Well, yes, but F-Zero laid the groundwork that Super Mario Kart was built on. Like, it Yeah, but I, I bought into the Super, Super NES later than any of these games came out. Oh, see, I was on... I got, like, this is when I got <laughs> my... my I, don't, I don't... Like, whenever the Super Nintendo came out is when I got it, because I remember yeah. uh, in 91 having... Like, because we... That's when we moved to Arizona, and, like, I remember I was, like, super jazzed, because, like, as we were moving in... Like I wanted to unpack it, so like whenever this came out, <laughs> I like had it, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, this game is uh, that like I, I probably played more hours in Super Mario World than well, actually that's not true. Like I played the shit out of Destiny, but like <laughs> I mean, it's one of the one of the. <laughs> well, I bet you. So it says last August they unveiled it, so I'm guessing they didn't release it yet, right? I don't know when the it release says, date because I I, I definitely had 91. You had a 91. Yeah, they're still calling it the Super Famicom. No word yet about calling it a Super Nintendo. So, well, if they, I mean, what they used to August twenty three ninety one. Yeah, earlier in the year for Japan and later in the year for, um, for us, right? Mm -hmm. Did we get it in ninety one or did we get August twenty three nineteen ninety one? Oh, it's when we got it. And this oh, is okay. the North America release. Oh, well, I know. I got it in ninety two. I don't know when I got it. Um, all oh, right. man. Then I, love, we got I some... love the hell out of Length of the Past. <laughs> so many late nights playing that. Oh, yeah. And then close to the end here, they talk about some more games coming out. They have another Shadowgate clone, which is called Uninvited. Yeah, it looks fucking and, really uh, weak. 
Yeah, we got some fucking scary screenshots here. It looks like a horror yeah. movie. Yeah. You meet a strange woman in the hallway dressed like Scarlett O'Hara. But as soon as you get her attention, <laughs> she turns around and it's a skull in a wig. Mm-hmm. Ah, and then your quest is over. As blood is coming down the screen and the skull turns purple. Lovely. So, you know, this is this is pretty ghoulish. I gotta say, good for them. It's... Then we have I mean, Galaxy. Your, your car has crashed outside of a foreboding mansion and your sister is missing. You have no choice but to enter the creepy chateau to search for her. Dun, dun, dun. That's your only it choice. You Go in the creepy house. That's right. And then Galaxy 5000, which just looks like a shitty racing game in space. Yeah. <laughs> looks At least look, the colors and stuff look kind of cool. They're trying to make the most out of the Nintendo like hardware at this point, obviously. And then Mini Putt. It looks, which like, is a, it looks like um, a Super Off Road a little bit. Yeah. And then Mini Putt, which is just Mini Golf, the game. Yeah, that looks not fun. Nope. You can just go play Mini putt, mini Golf. You know? Yep. Yeah. Go take your date out and actually Mini Golf because that's going to be a lot funner than whatever the hell this is. So. Yeah, don't be like that lame uh, group of, of dudes from the fraternity that goes on <laughs> vacation. <laughs> By a beach and sits in their hotel room playing freaking Game Boy. Dude, we're gonna get a hotel in Malibu. We're gonna hit the bars. Then we're gonna go home at a sensible time and play some video games. Yeah, bro. Yeah. All right. right. Can we skip the gossip galore? They have. They have. Who are Battle Toads? Do you you have Battle Toads? They mentioned Battle Toads. Battle Toads. American Sammy producing the magic candle. Hey, remember the magic candle? Where's Darkman? Fuck yeah. Not in the light. You can find him if you have the magic candle. Bono's Nintendo. And yep. Then we get uh, the sad thing here. It's moving. Yep, the sad thing here says, coming soon and then coming later. And mentioned below Dark Darkman is Earthbound. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Still later. Oh, it says New Kids in the Block coming later. <laughs> yep. So there you go. It's in print. It's coming later. So later means still, never. Still waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then on the second to last page here, we have a lovely picture of Howard in front of Big Ben. And he's uh, writing to you about uh, Super Super Famicom, Super Mario Bros. 4. And uh, he's been in visiting Rare and Oceansoft in England. And he's doing some tourist stuff in, in London. So... He's having yeah. a grand old time getting towards he, the end of his career. I love that he's Nintendo. holding his watch up next to Big Ben. <laughs> what yep. a fucking yeah, it's retarded on, it's on, picture. It's on, t- it's on time. <laughs> Look, the time matches. <laughs> that is the Look, dumbest picture. <laughs> That's like the dirt version of the people holding up the leaning tower. Like, mm. yep, my watch matches. Big watch matches my little watch. Like, uh. <laughs> I think I think mine's a little easier to wind up though. <laughs> and then it gives you a, pre- a preview of what's in the next issue. We talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, the arcade game, Star Tropics. Oh, it's not Star Tropics. Start Tropics. Start Tropics. And then they have a special looks behind Star- the scenes of rating the it, games. Oh boy, it's Star Tropics. <laughs> Star Tropics. And then, um, have you guys seen the commercial, the advertisement in the back before? Um, or is this new? No, it's like yeah, a, it looks vending, like a machine. vending machine. 
with okay, a Zelda okay. frisbee in the middle, a punch out cap, uh, NES satellite, which is which would be pretty cumbersome in a. Uh, I mean, it's pretty obvious at this point that the rings are just like drawn on, <laughs> but uh, good use of shading. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we get to see like Milton Bradley, sixty. Oh, it's a sixty-piece Zelda puzzle. Yep. I have a Zelda placemat somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the end the, of this uh, issue. Nintendo fanny packs, and yeah, that takes us to the end of the issue. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. Um, if you want to find us in between issues, you can reach us out reach out to us on Twitter at getthepower88 or on our Gmail address, playingwithpowerpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, on our Facebook page, Playing With Power Podcast. Um, we also have a YouTube channel that you can check out. It's got um, Let's Reads, where we have the scans of the issues along with our earlier commentaries of our earlier issues um, that we're trying to catch up on. And uh, if you don't know where you found us, um, we are on iTunes, we are on Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play Music, uh, Nobex Radio if you're still on a BlackBerry. And if you'd like to find Mike in between episodes, he has another show, which is on the Geek Fallout Productions podcast, and it is called Technobabble is the show that he is on. I think I got everything. Did I get everything? Yeah, we got the Twitter, get the power 88, uh, the email, playing with power podcast at gmail.com. We can also support our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash playing with power. You can help support the show. You can uh, rate and review us on iTunes. And okay. uh, if you just want to say hi, you can leave comments in the Facebook posts for our uh, episodes. Or if and you're looking for me and Ben, we'll be hanging out at the new bar cockpit. And if you're looking for John, in the meantime, you can find him on hotornot.com. And Grinder. <laughs> All right, and with that... Yes, the, the sandwich enthusiast dating website. Yeah, <laughs> not not the other one. <laughs> he's, he's His cover is blown on that site. <laughs> my, my username Lovely. is hot, hot Beef, but it's on you know, grinder.sandwich. <laughs> dot, <laughs> dot uh, lovely. Okay, and <laughs> with that, I'll take it on out of here. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power.